Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Pro football full circle. Circling. Oh, look out. Gronkowski didn't have the angle. And running in today's edition of Pro Football Full Circle, right here on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius Channel 204. Joe Lisi, George Kurtz, taking you around the world of the NFL and a lot to get into today. We'll get into that big development in terms of New England. Cam Newton didn't win the starting job, but more importantly, George, he's out of New England, will not be on the team released by the New England Patriots today. I mean, biggest news surrounding training camps. We also heard Sean Payton mention that the team will be away from the state of Louisiana, in particular New Orleans, for about a month. Now, that game, week number one against Green Bay, will not take place in the Domes. Uh, FanDuel right now still has that line up. Green Bay is a three-point favorite, but most likely that'll be getting taken off the board for the New Orleans Saints. Just unbelievable news breaking today, George. And obviously, when you look at Cam Newton. I mean, it was a 50-50 flip whether he would be the starting quarterback week number one, but I think 90% of the people are shocked that he was released by the Pats this week. Yeah, that's the shock. All right, it's not a really, uh, it's a surprise that Mac Jones is starting. Uh, I mean, I guess with all these rookie quarterbacks, I think they're all going to start either in September or October. They're all going to, but the fact that they released him is a little strange here. Now, maybe it's that veterans move here where they're going to re-sign him now so they don't have to pay him his full salary if they cut him again. Doesn't seem to be. Doesn't seem to be. Now, he was outplayed by Mac Jones. Maybe not by leaps and bounds, but he was outplayed by uh, Mac Jones. I think Belichick uh, sort of thinking, you know what? If I'm going to start him in four weeks, why not to start him now? Why am I waiting four weeks? I think the vaccination status also had something to do with this. I know the Patriots tried to poo-poo it. Oh, it was miscommunication last week. But I'm pretty sure that Bill was upset with Cam, probably with his agent as well, for not knowing the rules here about what you can and what you can't do. And he's thinking to himself, I don't want to go through this again during the season. Where he's going to be, uh, you know, he could get uh, put in COVID pro- protocols again. So I think that had something to do with it as well. And I think Bill also relates it. There's just very limited upside with Cam at this point. There's very limited yeah. upside here. And they went with Mac. 
And that week one matchup now, you have a, a rematch of both Alabama quarterbacks, right? You have Mac Jones, the starter in New England. You have Tua still the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. New England is a three-point favorite on FanDuel. It comes down to having a grasp of the offense, right? You want a quarterback that understands what he needs to do in terms of the offensive scheme, where he needs to go with the football. And Mac Jones proved that over the last two preseason games. We talked about, you know, Cam New. Newton's uh, progression in terms of the last game against the New York Giants, limited action. I mean, 41 yards, did throw an interception. I mean, I think that was a telltale sign for Bill and Josh McDaniels in, in the sense of we know that they don't have legitimate playmakers on the on the outside, right? We know that they're sort of limited at the wide receiver position. So it is even more critical that your quarterback does not turn the football over and give your opponent more opportunity to score points, right? I mean, Bill has built this team over the last couple of years basically on a methodical offense, want to run the football and still rely on that front seven and then at times rely that secondary that can confuse opposing quarterbacks and that's been really the recipe since Tom Brady has left agreed uh, Bill must like must love what he sees out of Mac Jones right uh, I, I can't say I'm surprised that Mac Jones is going to start I, I, I don't blame him that for all I just I'm more surprised I can't at least more than anything else I know we've heard nothing but good things about Mac Jones you know that he has command of the huddle has respect of his teammates already which is somewhat unusual for a rookie quarterback uh, no, we, we know he can play quarterback. Uh, I have my doubts if any quarterback going to do well with the skill position players on New England. But, like I said, why release Cam? That's what gets to me. Why release him? Do you, I think do, it do sends you a message. A good backup? Sends a message. Uh, I don't know. Bill maybe the team. Better, but maybe, well, maybe, well, maybe. maybe the veterans. Maybe there were some veterans that bought into Cam and thought he got a raw deal the last year. Let's not forget, he did have that breakout game on the road in Seattle, right? Gets stopped on a fourth and goal, doesn't convert, then comes down with COVID. He, he tests positive. Really year. not the same. Really not no the one, same quarterback. No one can defend him last year. He was bad. He I agree a hundred percent. But but terrible. there have been some people and experts and you know, people that we respect in the industry that have said, oh, you got to give him a pass because of last year. Maybe it was due to repercussions or residual effects of the COVID. So, okay, uh, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But at, at the end of the day, there is no doubt on whose boss. It is Bill Belichick, right? We talked about maybe Bill losing a step since Tom Brady left and really showed him who's who might be the better, the better polarizing player and or coach, right? Brady goes to Tampa Bay, wins a Super Bowl. You look at Bill last year, I mean, they limped to the end of the season. So, do you think he wants that on his resume? Do you think he wants that, you know, in terms of tarnishing his, his reputation on what he's built in New England? No, no, I don't. Now, that being said, I don't think anything tarnishes his reputation. I think it's just silly. Uh, this guy's one of the best, if not the best coach of all time here. Uh, but you're, you're right. He doesn't he doesn't want last year as the last thing people can remember about him. But we are that kind of society, right? Uh, but what have you done for me lately is what we remember here. But, you know, you know I, don't, I don't think either one of these moves is going to matter. Not this year. And Mac Jones now a 12 to 1 shot as rookie of the year on FanDuel. When we come back, we'll be talking about Sean Payton and how Hurricane Ida could affect the team moving forward. Keep it where it is. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. Back on Pro Football Full Circle, Joe Lisi, George Kurtz breaking down the quarterback situation in New England. Mac Jones is the starter week number one. Cam Newton not only loses the job, but he's shipped out of New England, cut today by Bill Belichick and the staff. But I mentioned prior to, to the break, George, that uh, Mac Jones was a 12-1 to shot. That was prior to him being named the starter. 12-1 to shot at Rookie of the Year on FanDuel. Now, after named the starter, he's right there, right behind. Trevor Lawrence at four and a half to one at plus 450 on the FanDuel Sportsbook. And more importantly, when you look at the season win total for New England, they were at a flat nine heading into this week. And now with Mac Jones, it was it was a flat nine at basically, I, I believe it was minus 140, minus 145 in terms of some books. Now it's nine and a half. So you get an extra half with Mac Jones and FanDuel giving you pretty good odds at plus 100. You like that now that he's named the starter any type of growing pains because I do feel this is the perfect fit for his skill attributes. Uh, Lomingo's not winning 10 games, so I, I love the 9.5. I'm already on it, actually. I, I got 9.5 months ago, so I'm already on it. I didn't, I didn't even realize it went down to 9. I'm thinking about double-downing on it now. Now I'm not, I'm not getting plus money on the original. I, I don't remember what it's at, but it's not plus. So uh, I'll, I'll double down on it. What's really changed here? Do I think Mac Jones is going to be better than Cam? Absolutely. Have they picked up a wide receiver that I don't know about? I don't think so. How about a running back? Don't think so. Right, well, Stephen Gilmore. Well, running back, I think they're fine. I think they're fine at the yeah. running back position. You got Damian Harris. You got Ramondre Stevenson there. I mean, they, they're fine. Yay. They're not fine. They're average. If that's fine, if fine equals average to you, then they're fine. You know, that's fine. But they have no skill position plays. It hasn't changed. Nothing's changed, though, that I think they do have a better quarterback long term. When that is... I don't know if that's September, October, November next year. I think they made the right move, mind you. I think it's what right. you have to do. But they're not winning 10 games. That's not happening. All right? There's no way they're winning 10 games. And I like well, their here, uh, defense, but uh, no, not enough. I'll take the honor. Well, here's the thing, honest. too. Here's the thing, too, George, is that, you know, Mac Jones was bashed coming out of college. Bashed. And when we look at this quarterback class, oh, how could you go with Mac Jones? And a, a, a person that I respect, Rob Vino, in terms of college 
brought up that Matt Rule was enamored in terms of his preparation, his ability to break down film, his ability to process information, and said that he was an NFL quarterback at the Senior Bowl. And that's Matt Rule, who I respect his opinion uh, greatly in terms of being a great college and NFL head coach. I think Matt Rule's going to show that this year with Carolina, his ability to assess talent. And what I do find amazing is, you know, Matt Jones stepped in for two a couple of years ago. He played in three games. He played in the Iron Bowl, put up 45 points to Bo Nix. They lose that matchup in a critical matchup on the road two years ago, 48 to 45. He follows it up with a, a solid bowl win over Jim Harbaugh and Michigan. And then he goes out last year. He completes 77% of his passes, 41 touchdowns, steps up in every big game on Alabama's schedule, did not turn the football over, played just the way Joe Burrow did in 2019, yet didn't get any praise from the NFL draft experts or pundits or whatever fantasy guys. It was all Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Trey Lance is oh, he's a marvel. 66% completion percentage at North Dakota State. Played one year on the best team in FCS. Oh, you gotta have Trey Lance. Trey Lance is a, is a game changer. You've you got to be kidding me in terms of that assessment. So that's what I find remarkable is how the media and, and everyone pumps up one guy and then can't wait to bash another guy. And the guy that they're bashing was a national champion and played at the the highest level of college football, a manageable against the best defenses in college football and stepped up each and every week. Well, that's what the media does, though, right? Uh, we might call it click. Yeah, but the media does it, but but yet Trey Lance got taken over Mac Jones. Well, that's one person's view of it, right? I mean, that, that's that's a Shanahan's view of it. We we sort of bashed that trade. There's uh, the trade yesterday, but why you would make that trade up for that when you don't know which going to what you're going to get? We knew Lawrence was going to go one, but we had no idea who was going to. We found out the Jets are going to take Wilson. Okay, they left them uh, Lance. Let you know that. I guess John Hand liked Wilson or Lance. That he didn't mind whichever one he was getting. But it was a weird. You don't, just generally don't see those kind of trades being made when you don't know who you're taking it three. So whatever. Like I said, there are guys who love Fields, hate Fields. Guys who love Jones, hate Jones. I mean, we've heard this many times. And I don't know if I care about this, by the way. We always hear about this. You know, some guys like this guy, some guys don't like this guy. You know, you're on ESPN, Kuiper, McShay, battle over guys all the time. That one guy likes one guy, the other guy likes the other guy. Whatever. You know, uh, I don't know if I care what they did in college, to tell you the truth. Our college always reminds me of, you know, when you go to when you go to college, real college, you go and you get a degree in whatever you get in. Uh, let's just say it's uh, nursing, whatever. And you know, you get you pass your nursing degree, great. You go to a hospital, and the first thing they tell you, forget everything you learned in, uh, in college. You're gonna do it our way. It's very similar to me uh, for professional sports. You know, you learned football, that's great. You know the uh, basic ideas, now you're going to learn how we do it, how we're going to play in our system. Sometimes it's a bad way of going about it because these teams end up drafting the wrong player to fit their system, uh, or they, they, they want to change the player to fit their system. I don't, I don't believe in that. I think, I think you change your system to fit the player here. I think Max Jones is going to be a good quarterback. I do. I like what I see from them. I think he is great at breaking down tape. We've heard that many times. And I, so I, I believe that's true. I think it's one of the reasons why Bill, Parce- uh, Bill Parcells, why Bill Belichick is so enamored with him, by the way, is that he likes to do that. I think coaches like that, right? You're a film rat. So they enjoy that. I just don't know what it's going to be. To reach that total of 10, their wins, once again, they need to beat everybody they, they should beat. Everybody. And that includes teams like Atlanta, Dallas. You know, but they have to beat those teams to get to 10. They're not that kind of team. right? They're not that. I mean, they want to win games 
That'll beat certain teams. It'll beat the Jets. Oh, you'll split with Miami. You know, you'll beat the. You're, I think you're playing Houston and Jacksonville. That's nice. You'll beat both of those teams. But now, you, are you going to beat New Orleans? You know, I mean, granted, mm-hmm. they have some issues, but it's not an, uh, an automatic win here. Are you going to beat right. the Chargers? Are you going to beat Carolina? You know, I mean, I don't know if I, I can't give you wins against, against all of these teams. This team, to me, is if we were playing a 16-game season, I, they would be smelling eight and eight to me. Yeah, right, we'll see. They get to nine and seven. I don't see well, the double-digit wins at all. Under big the, the line week one is ticked in favor of Miami. It's under the key number of three. It's now two and a half on FanDuel. New England is still the favorite. Minus 110 either way. Total set at 44 and a half at 110 either way in terms of that week one matchup. We'll see how that plays out. Let's talk about New Orleans. They're going to be away from Louisiana for at least a month. Sean Payton came out and said that today. Now this game is off the board. Most likely, I would think that it's going to be played in either a neutral field or in Lambeau field with the Green Bay Packers. How will that affect the week one matchup? We have to see, but more importantly, obviously, we know that their win total was nine at the start of the year. Michael Thomas will not play basically a month. You and I were on the under. Now, with this situation in terms of Hurricane Ida, this is another negative factor on this team. Yeah, we'll talk about this more after the break as well. He has went right up against it. But uh, it will not be played in Lambeau. We know that. All right, so that's not going to happen. Well, where are they going to play it? Well, I see. That's why you do a little research, do a little reading here. You find out that uh, Peyton actually said this morning he expects the game to be played at AT AT&T, which is where they're practicing now, which makes sense. It's the closest proximity to New Orleans. Uh, Jerry Jones, of course, would be more than happy to have a game there. So uh, that's where I would think it's going to be played. Maybe the NFL will say no for whatever reason, but it won't be played in Lambeau. That we can always guarantee. They're not going to give the uh, Packers an extra home game there. Uh, Could it be moved to another stadium? Sure. But the fact that Peyton is sort of saying, okay, Dallas is good, Makes me think that it'll probably be there unless Gail Benson, the owner, has a, an issue with it for some reason. I don't see New Orleans getting fixed. They're saying they may not have power there or what restored for another for a month of all of September here. The good news for New Orleans, that is the only home game they have in September. Is the first game. Their next home game is October third against the Giants. So maybe they can be back in the Superdome for that game. All right, that would be good for them. Uh, Obviously, we saw LSU and Tulane, the college teams in the state of Louisiana. LSU is on the road in Houston preparing for UCLA. Tulane, instead of playing at home against Oklahoma, now goes to Norman for that Saturday battle. When George and I come back, we'll be talking about the AFC and NFC dark horses, Joe Lisi and George Kurtz, right here on The Grid. Keep it where it is. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
The legends are true. Overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. A pro football full circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. Ripping through the NFL preseason talk. We talked about the situation in New England. Going to talk about the situation a little bit deeper in New Orleans. New Orleans Saints will not be home for basically a month dealing with Hurricane Ida. They did release veteran running back Devontae Freeman that did get released this week by the team. No shock there. I don't think a lot of us thought that he would make the team maybe as a situational back. But, George, I just looked at the FanDuel Sportsbook. They do still have a total set on New Orleans. Still sitting pretty at 9, now plus 125 to the over. If you want to take a shot on the under, they have it juiced at 145. I still like under that uh, assessment. I'm not big on this team, even though Jameis Winston did get named the starter over Taysom Hill. Now you throw in the fact that this team might be away from home for a whole month, if not more. We know about Michael Thomas. He's at least going to miss the month of September, if not October. There's a lot of strength on this team, and more importantly, Sean Payton to step up. I don't know if they could build continuity early, and their schedule is not easy either. Yeah, I'm with you here. Uh, and you're right, you've definitely been down on them longer than I have. Uh, I got on board once Thomas got hurt. Uh, I, this team's got had some issues. I, it, it's a very good defense. Very good defense. I think Winston was the right call at quarterback here, but uh, they have some issues, and now you throw this in. Uh, the schedule is not terrible. I'm talking about the uh, the Superdome thing, not the uh, so far as who's they're playing. The Green Bay game, I think it'll be played in Dallas, maybe someplace in northern Louisiana, but let's just say Dallas. Then they're on the road for two weeks, so they don't have to worry about it, and their home game is next October 3rd against the Giants. So right. Peyton said today he expects it to be the month of September is what he used, which means he's counting on that October 3rd game to be back at the Superdome. We'll see. I can also see that being not so much because they're on the road for the next two games after that. And there's a bye week in there. So theoretically, they only have two home games until Halloween. Think about that. What a terrible schedule for them. And and that's the thing, too, George, is that it's almost like a training camp type of situation for New Orleans, right? I mean, they're they're not going to go bouncing around from city to city. You want to keep them in a central location, don't you? I mean, for the the whole month of September. So, like, LSU went went to Houston. To practice for this week. Tulane, I think, is out at Oklahoma or close to Oklahoma for their weekend game in Norman. If they have basically five of their first seven games on the road, you can't, I mean, without going home to see family, I mean, there has to be a centralized location where the team at least practices and prepares. Otherwise, you're going to have a lot of moving parts. You have a new quarterback in Jameis Winston. You don't have your star player. You have friends and family potentially in the state of Louisiana that the players want to at least make sure are okay with the hurricane type of situation. That's a lot of moving parts for Sean Payton in that regard. I mean, so so where does this team basically practice for the, the whole month of September and the beginning of October? It's a fair question. Fair question. Uh, they're, they're at AT&T now. They're in Dallas now. I don't know if they're going to Yeah, but they can't stay Dallas. there forever, right? Yeah, I mean, that's where the Cowboys are. So once the Cowboys are basically home because their week one matchup basically is in Tampa, 
right? They're not going to want to have two NFL teams in one location. One day you'll let me finish a thought here so I can get All to right, this. Okay. I would have already said that, by the way. Uh, <laughs> once again, once Dallas has a home game, that might go away. Where they they can't be there or they won't be there anymore. Uh, Dallas doesn't practice at AT and T. They practice at the Star, which is their own facility there. And this, uh, right now, the Saints are actually at AT and T, Texas Stadium, if you will. Uh, so I don't that probably can't survive with both. I would agree. They're going to have to. I don't know where. Do they go back? Once again, Northern Louisiana is there a college campus? But college college teams need practice. Yeah, you know, I don't know where they're going to go. That being said. I don't remember what happened with Katrina, what, what they did. They had to move there, too. I just don't remember where they went, too. So uh, we'll see what's going to happen there. As far as their home games, there's a chance they might only miss one. Like I said, Didn't two they go to Baton Rouge, George? I think that they sounds good. That sounds right. Yeah, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Not, but that does sound right offhand. Uh, so, and they're used to this. This has happened before. It happened to the Peyton. Peyton has said this. Well, we've been through this before. We'll get through it. What's he going to say? We're screwed? That's uh, sort of what well, the truth there would be. Yes, he probably is screwed. The opening schedule is not terrible. It's not. Their gauntlet is really after their bye week, you know, starting in late October. You open up against Green Bay, not fun. Well, then you get Carolina, New England. It's on the road, but we're not talking fantastic teams here. You get the Giants, another blah team. Uh, then you're at Washington before uh, your break here. But after the break, where, where we think things will be back to normal, Seattle, Tampa, Division Atlanta, Tennessee, at Philadelphia, Buffalo, Dallas, there's your gauntlet, uh, where it's going to be very tough for New Orleans. But they should be settled by then. They need to survive these first five games. Theoretically, I mean, you'd like to go 3-2, and two, but my sense is they're going 2-3, and 1-4. and four. I said it before the I said it before the hurricane and before the situation with Jameis Winston being named the starter. I thought there was the potential for them to be one and six after the first seven games, and people thought I was nuts. I know you do too. You thought I was dr- drinking something in terms of that. Um, but but I agree with you. I, I think there's a lot of moving parts here, and I'm just reading now to bring uh, everyone up to date in terms of Katrina. The Saints were forced to leave from New Orleans for the entire year and play their home games in Baton Rouge and San Antonio. That's uh, courtesy of CBS. So that that back in 20, 000, uh, 2005, they, they played their home games in Baton Rouge and San Antonio, the Alamo Dome. So... Yeah, but that's still 16 years removed from that situation, right? I mean, different players, younger players, quarterback situation matters. You had a veteran back then. You don't have a veteran now to a degree. Uh, You know, Jameis Winston still looking to catch lightning in a bottle. And that's got to put a lot of pressure on Winston. After he got named the starter the other night, everybody was like, oh, Jameis, comeback player of the year. I can't wait to bet him. I can't wait. This offense is going to be ridiculous. I always knew it. LASIK. He got LASIK. Jameis is going to throw for 6,000 yards. LASIK. I'll tell you what. Nine wins with this schedule, not going to be easy. I'm, st- I'm, I'm doubling down on the Saints now. Just because they did it back in 2000, 2005 doesn't mean they're going to do it now. I wish the great state of Louisiana the best. I'm an LSU backer for those that follow me. But this team, in terms of New Orleans, is up against it in 2021. They are. They are. Oh, by the way, uh, I, I'm a Jameson guy. A Jameson guy, I think he's going to play much better. Anyone not betting... Anybody who's not betting on Dak to win the comeback player of the year, I mean, you're, you're, good luck to you. 
All right, let's not get turned. He's going to get that. He has the weapons. Jameson does not. Uh, so uh, forget that. Uh, I think what's going to happen here is, from what we're hearing, and once again, this is just from news reports. I am not a weather guy. I am not. I don't live in New Orleans. Is that this hurricane was not as bad as Katrina? You know, so that they do expect the Saints to play in New Orleans at some point. And right now, if you're listening to Peyton, he thinks it's going to be October. So hopefully they get back there. I, I do hope they get back there. But everything's going against them. You've certainly been down on them. Congrats to you. You're gonna, it looks like you're going to be proven right here. And ever since you've been down on them, everything's like, oh, Joe's going to be right here. We're going to take away Michael Thomas. Make sure Joe's right. Oh, now we're going to give him a hurricane. They can't play at home. Make sure Joe's right. Everything's going. There's just too many things piling on this team right now. Too many. Yeah, we'll we're talking see. serious things. We're not talking little things. We're talking serious stuff here. So uh, I'm, I have a hard time seeing this team get the nine. And now, when you just look at the NFC Championship odds, New Orleans sixteen to one behind your Dallas Cowboys, who are at fifteen to one on Fanduel. So, you know, I think a lot of people thought that maybe this was a hot team, but now when you just look at the circumstances, it's going to be very difficult. And we'll see if they can actually do that this coming season, and see if they could get to at least. I think nine and eight would be a fantastic year by Sean Payton. He gets to nine and eight. Tip my hat because going through the situation with Michael Thomas, going through the quarterbacks, and now the hurricane, you would have to just say a fantastic job for this team to be above 500 this coming season. I do want to bring up uh, the Chicago Bears in the sense of quickly the situation would transpire with Bill Belichick, where he actually pulled the trigger and went with the rookie. We have a similar situation in Chicago, and there Matt Nagy's opting to go with the veteran. Two two differing mindsets, right? They have saw enough in Mac Jones, they pulled the trigger. On the flip side, we've seen glimpses of greatness out of Justin Fields, yet we're still trying to put the square peg into the round hole in Chicago. They put Fields on the scout team. This way he can go up against another one defense in practice each week. Wow, and Nagy's trying to reinvent the wheel here. I mean, really, uh, like I said, I'll say it again. I am okay with this if this is a one-week thing because you don't want to feed fields to the Rams defense and Aaron Donald. If that's what you're doing, fine. I, don't, I still don't agree with it, but fine. No big deal. But so help me. <laughs> And I can see, once again, that Dalton uh, has plays week two against Cincinnati, by the way, because Cincinnati. You know, if this is what he's doing here, this is just nuts. Doesn't Nagy really his jobs on the line? He's going to get fired anyway, I guess. I guess none of this matters, but I don't get this. I don't understand it. All right, we know what Dalton is at this point. He's a really good backup for your team. Although he wasn't even that for the Cowboys last year, but I still think he'd be a good backup. He's not a starting quarterback. He's not going to win you games. Get Fields in there. You know, have some excitement here. Maybe some of the guys will rally around him. We know he can do some stuff here. Uh, I just, I don't know what else to say here. Other than is Nagy being told to do this? This doesn't make sense on so many levels. Other than, once again, I don't want to get him killed against uh, Donald. I can live with that, Joe. If that's what's happening, okay, I'm okay with that. But he's come out and he said he's the starter. After every good performance by Justin Fields, it's like he puts his foot down. Nope. And, he, and he's our guy. Their total is 7.5 on FanDuel. It's plus 100 to the over, minus 120 to the under. I'm curious to know if this was, and we always talk about Pace and Nagy, right? Pace did uh, draft Mitch Trubisky, gets a second shot. He drafts Justin Fields. Do you think there's any conflict there that maybe Nagy said, give me Dalton, and Pace said, I, I want Fields, and now there's there's some internal 
rumblings going on because that doesn't make sense to me. We'll talk about it on the back end about the situation in Chicago. Joe Lisi and George Kurtz right here on the grid talking about the NFL preseason. We'll also talk about some of those week one matchups right here on the grid. Keep it where it is. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Donald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. Conversation of NFL preseason. We've been talking about some futures, some quarterback battles. We're going to be talking about some prop bets, and FanDuel and WinBet have done a fantastic job, respectively. FanDuel put up some crazy uh, regular season win totals, and we'll go through those right now, George. And I find one sort of like, you know, head-scratching, but I'll bring it out to you right now. It's it's the Buffalo Bills and Tampa Bay Bucks, each to win over 11.5 regular season games, okay, plus 230 for that. Okay, so plus 230, you get potentially one of the best teams in the AFC. And I've said that I thought Buffalo was the team to beat entering 2021. And the Super Bowl champs, which we know basically have a manageable schedule, right? I mean, to both be over 11.5 wins this year, FanDuel's going to give you a plus 230 on those. Yeah, can I entice you on that? You definitely could entice me. Yeah, you look at the schedule real quick here. So. Who could beat Buffalo, right? They open against Pittsburgh, Miami, Washington. I think they'll lose to Kansas City. You know, that's one loss I'll give you there. Tampa Bay, okay, I'll give you that. Other than that, I don't know. There's no, no other definite losses to me. Yeah, I'm, we they, have they three to give, two. though, right? We have three to give if in you know to that breakdown. So so if you give us so we have three five? more losses, we're twelve and five. Right. We get it. Right. So they'll lose more than two games. Of course they will, but. I like Buffalo. I, I think Buffalo is definitely going over 11 and a half. Assuming, once again, Josh Allen stays healthy, we can play that game all day here. And Tampa Bay, I, I already know we like that, right? We've talked about Tampa Bay before right. here. So, yeah, you can do more than entice me. I can handle this. All right, okay. Tampa Bay, once again. Go ahead. 
No, I was just going to say, so you're in, we're both in agreement on Tampa Bay, best team in the NFC East, hands down, right? I mean, I, mean, I think we bro- broke that down from a schedule perspective, right? Well, they don't play in the NFC East, so they're the best team in the NFC East. I mean, uh, NFC, the that's NFC what East I meant. Too. NFC East, uh, NFC overall, excuse me. I was getting Yeah, they're, they're loaded. They, the Buccaneers, I mean, think about how crazy loaded they are. I, they have four running backs, right? Geo, Vaughn, I'm just talking about Vaughn, Fournette, uh, Jones. So if anyone goes down, no big deal. You got Godwin, Evans, Brown. Once again, anyone goes down, no big deal. Scotty Bill is there as well. You have three tight ends, Gronk, Howard, Brady. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Right. And they can protect Brady. And the defense is damn good. It's not fair. Right. So how about this one then? I was gonna. I was ahead of myself there with the NFC East. I was thinking NFC. But the Jets and Eagles, okay, both – under six and a half regular season wins on FanDuel. You want to take a, a shot? They're going to give you plus 270 on those. I like that, oh. too. I don't know if I – listen, I, there's, the Jets are terrible. All right, I, I'm already on board with the Jets going under here. The Eagles also. That division is not good. What a shock. I mean, if the Eagles go three and three in the division, they beat the Giants once. They may beat them twice. They could beat Dallas once. They could beat Washington once. I, I don't think they go three and three. But let's just say for giggles they go two and four. They might beat Atlanta week one. Might. They might beat Carolina week five. Vegas in week seven. Detroit they play. So that's a win. Denver. There's a lot of winnable games here. They play the Jets. No, I can't do this. I can't okay. do this. There, there's too many winnable games for the Eagles. I think, there are, I think they're right at it. Six and ten, seven and nine. But uh, I can't. Uh, no, not, not that one. Okay, how about this one, and then we'll move on to the tight ends on win bet because they put up some crazy props on those. But two crazy team props on FanDuel. The Bills, Ravens, Chargers, Titans, each over nine and a half wins this year. Now, what's significant about that is, obviously, Bills' best team in the AFC East, right? Their win total is set at 11. Ravens are set at 11. So they're giving you a game and a half discount on both of those teams, right, for the most part. And then you obviously have the Chargers and Titans. Now, Chargers, I believe their win total is right in the area of eight. I got to double check it. And the Titans are the front runners after the Carson Wentz injury settled in right around nine, nine and a half. So they're going to give you plus 650 on those odds for 2021, George. Hook in the water. Are, you like it? These are the essentials of teasers. That's what, what, what you're doing here. You're getting a good price because you're betting on four teams to go over the totals. They're giving you a good chance to do it. But all, you need, all the, all the fan doing needs is one team to suffer COVID or, you know, the Chargers to play like the, the Charger. You know, they always find ways to lose here. Uh, you look at this, it breaks down. We love the Bills, right? We don't need to go over that. We know the Bills. We like the Bills to win, I don't know, 12, 13 games here. Baltimore, aren't we a little worried about Lamar Jackson? Yes. I was, I'm, I'm not worried about Lamar. I'm worried about the weapons around Lamar. Now with Rashad Bateman out, J.K. Dobbins done for the year, it's going to all fall on Gus Edwards and, and a journeyman of running backs. And and what's the continuity with the, with the passing attack? You know, is Tylen Wallace, who I believe will produce, is he going to come in and make up for whatever lack of production they're missing on the outside. Is Marquise Brown going to take the next level? Is is Lamar going to take the next level? That's the biggest thing. Is Lamar going to actually believe that he is a confident pocket passer and not look to tuck it and run because his, the weapons are around him are no longer there or in, in rhythm with him early on in the season? That's my concern about Lamar. 
Uh, I'm, I'm, I agree with you there. I would also point out that Lamar, unvaccinated, already failed uh, COVID twice. Could happen again here. Uh, I'm, I'm worried about all these unvaccinated quarterbacks, by the way. Uh, Cousins, uh, Dak, I'm pretty sure, is unvaccinated. Uh, this is not going away. It's getting worse. So we're going to have some problems this year. So I'm not going to take I think, listen, I think Baltimore will go above their total, but I don't love it. And that, this is where we even get to the Chargers and Titans here. And the Titans, I think, go above it as well. I'd be surprised if they don't. That's your team. team that That's position. your team right there. Right. The Titans. So it's the Chargers and Ravens that scare me the most here. Uh, the Chargers... It's so hard to trust this team. I, I, I've been on this team for a couple of years now. And they, like I said, they charge her. They find ways to lose here. It's not the toughest division. You know, yes, the Chiefs are great, but Raiders and Denver are maybe a, a tick below what the Chargers are. You could go four and two, but probably more three and three. You got to play Washington, Dallas, Cleveland, Baltimore as well. No, I'm not doing this. I just need to see the first six games. I'll pass. Well, FanDuel's very high on the Chargers. I could have sworn their total was in the 8.5 about a couple of weeks ago when we were breaking them all down. Now 9.5, even money. I mean, well, not even money, excuse me. Juice to the under at minus 135, plus 110 at 9.5. Justin Herbert, 31 touchdown passes last year. You have a new head coach. Can they get the most out of that offense? Can they challenge Kansas City? Can they beat teams like Denver? That's going to make it or break it in terms of that 9.5. I'm not buying in. Uh, I'm not buying into the Chargers as a whole. I think they're a good team. I don't know if they're an elite team asking this team to be on the same level in terms of 10-7 and overall. I mean, I still think that's asking a lot out of the Chargers, so that would be my concern in terms of taking those prop bets uh, on FanDuel. Let's let's switch gears. Let's go to win bet that put up, and we, we talked about these in terms of the tight end position. Crazy props, George, and when you just look at the top two tight ends, basically, in, in terms of the NFL, right? We talked about Kelsey. We talk about Darren Waller. You want to take a guess in terms of the top two uh, tight ends that WinBet put up in terms of the futures. This is just receiving yards in 2021. I would think it's those two. Nope. Well, you got Kelsey, one of the two, obviously. Kelsey and Kittle? Nope. Kelsey and Dallas Goddard. At plus 185. Oh, that, that just gives you a lesser guy. That's fine. Got and then you have Kittle, Kittle and Mark Andrews at plus 215 right behind them. Third choice is Darren Waller with Hunter Henry, who's been who's been injured, right, for all of pre- preseason, plus 250. And then you have Hawkinson and Evan Ingram, Stonehands, at 10 to 1. And then the rookie, uh, Kyle Pitts and my guy, Noah Fant, at 20 to 1. Remember, so so all, all all the draft guys and oh yeah, Noah, uh, Kyle Pitts could have blow through the eight hundred and a half. Why wouldn't they be all in at the twenty to one shot with Noah Fant and Teddy B at the helm? I would agree. I think if you want your value play, that's it. Uh, I'll say it again. History tells us that t- first year tight ends not going to do it. This doesn't happen here. That being said, uh, is Pitts going to how often is Pitts going to play tight end? He's really a wide receiver playing tight end. All right, on the so outside. he's going to get touches, though. We saw him the other night against Cleveland. He didn't make a big play, 20-yard reception, right, from Rosen in that ballgame? He had one catch for 27 yards. Congratulations. 
<laughs> Once again, the history tells us it's not going to happen there. Uh, if they line up as a traditional tight end. Uh, that being said, the value is there in case they don't. If they can line him up wide and make him a wide receiver, which they very well might do. Remember, they have, uh, what's his name there? Uh, Hurst. So uh, they could use him and put Pitts on the outside, and away we go here because we have to go bombs away because our defense is terrible and we're going to give up 35 points a game. They very well could do that. Uh, you're not taking Hawkinson and Ingram here. Ingram's already hurt. And uh, apparently this injury is going to lead to some, to some time missed. I don't know how much yet, but you heard uh, Judge say that today, uh, that it's, it's, it's concerning would be his words. So you're not taking Hawks and Ingram. They're already hurt there. Pitts and Fant makes the most sense. Kittle and Andrews, you can make an argument for it, but Andrews dropped so many passes and there's this low volume there. Yeah, but Kelsey he does and, like – but Lamar does like him. That's the only thing is that he yeah, does like look for him. Too. But, and he's the only guy to throw to. The chalk is Kelsey and Dallas got it. And I don't mind. Uh, I would Can like Hertz this a lot better if they would just get rid of Hertz. Can they just trade but Hertz already? But can Hertz locate the tight end? That's a concern, isn't it? I mean, you know, the fact that he really doesn't, that's not in his, his checkdowns. I, I, I feel like when I watch Jalen Hurts, it's all or nothing. He very rarely checks down the way Carson Wentz did, and that was Carson Wentz's security blanket. That was probably a detriment in his game is that he always looked for the tight end no matter what. He could have had a guy wide open in terms of a seam pattern, a post pattern. Uh, Wentz always checked down to Ertz or Dallas Goddard. That's where he felt comfortable with. Couldn't challenge defenses over the top. Can Hurts, though, is I feel like Hurts, it's the other way. He's always looking deep. And those underneath routes to the tight end, that's where he fails to locate. Do you have any concerns in terms of that for the, for this season? It's a fair analysis. It's it's fair. I would hope another year, you know, that he was taught, hey, listen, our best receiver might be Goddard. You know, don't be afraid to go to it. If the deep ball's not, if the intermediate ball's not there. You know, don't be afraid to go to Goddard. It's a little strange, Joe, in that usually a tight end is a young quarterback's best friend. Because he's the clo- you know, the big target close to the line of scrimmage that you can just check down to and move the chains a little bit. That sort of thing. So it is somewhat unusual where Hertz was the opposite, where he wanted to throw the ball deep. He wanted to throw the ball to the secondary. I would think another year calms that down. But once again, your analysis is right. He generally didn't do it last year. He may be that kind of quarterback that's not going to use his tight end. Unusual, but it does happen. So that could concern me, yes. But still, I think the fact that Kelsey's going to have, we know he's going to have such a big year. He always does. And I like Dallas Goddard. I think what bothers me more than even that is the fact that Ertz is still there. So there's going to be some catches that we want Goddard to get that are going to go Ertz's way until they finally trade him. Okay, so if Ertz does, is on the move, let's say, in your opinion, any potential fits short-term for, for Zach Ertz? I mean, one of the best tight ends during his time in Philadelphia, but obviously he's been banged up a little bit. You have a younger player in Goddard there. You have, obviously, the, the cap repercussions for Zach Ertz. Any potential fits, in your opinion, about where he can go? Yeah, I think there's a couple of fits here. Once Jackson has the, probably the worst tight end situation in football. I certainly think they could use him. Buffalo, we've heard them for a while now. They don't, they don't have a bad situation. They just don't have an ace. And Ertz could be an upgrade there. Minnesota, they just lost Irv Smith, and this could be a season ender. We don't know yet until his, uh, they get in there and check out the knee. So I think those might be my top three teams for Zach Ertz. We'll see what happens with Zach Ertz. Buffalo, if they acquire Zach Ertz, they definitely then, in my opinion, clear-cut favorites in the AFC. When we come back, we'll be talking about some Week 1 matchups, also get into some props again before the show ends. Joe Lisi and George Kurtz right here on The Grid. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. Wrapping up today's show, we've been talking about futures, props. We'll talk about the week one line. It's it's in Carolina, and this is a game I feel strongly about. Carolina and Matt Rule, a four-and-a-half-point favorite now on FanDuel over the New York Jets. Zach Wilson has looked fantastic in the preseason. Everybody's buying in, at least in the tri-state area, as rookie of the year candidate. He's 7-1 to one right now on FanDuel, but I don't care. You give Matt Rule, a defensive-minded head coach, all offseason to prepare. You have four Jet quarterback Sam Darnold there that understands some of the personnel for the New York Jets, even with the new coaching staff. I think this defense for Carolina is going to be much improved with Derek Brown, J.C. Horn, blowout special in Carolina. Panthers cover this number easy week one, George. I don't know if I'm going to go blowout special here. I, uh, I think Carolina wins the game. Uh, I already said I think the Jets are a bad team. I don't know if Carolina's all that much better, but I think they're at least an average team here, and they're on the climb. Uh, I hope Zach Wilson does well. I truly do. I don't care about Sam Donald. I think he's a bust. I don't think he's going to be all that much better in Carolina. I don't think he's their future quarterback. I think he may be their quarterback this year and give the, uh, be the quarterback next year, but that's about it as far as where I'm going with Carolina with Sam Donald. Uh, but I like their weapons more. You know, I think uh, well, the weapons are ready to play here, and uh, I do like Matt Rule. Uh, probably not as much as you. He's not on my Christmas card list, but uh, he's not off of it either. Give me the Panthers. I'll uh, I'll eat the four and a half. Well, I'll tell you this. Not only am I buying into the Panthers in terms of the minus four and a half week one, I'm buying into them in terms of my two totals that we're going to talk here. Over seven and a half plus 100 on FanDuel. I think this is a potential 10 and seven football team in 2021. Potential wild card contender. So that's my over. Under, I'm going to stick with New Orleans. I've been saying it all, all year. I'm not backing down now. Under the nine for Sean Payton and the crew. I'm not buying into Jameis right here, right now. We'll see how it plays out, but give me an under and over that you like in terms of futures. I'll stick with the AFCs, man. Give me the under and the Jets, and give me the under and the Dolphins. Uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Patriots. Uh, they're not winning double-digit games. Give me under and Wow. Under. 
Wow, George goes with two unders when we will be here every week. Stay with us. We'll see you tomorrow for George Kurtz. I'm Joe Lisi. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.